Welcome to HeartSpeak Podcast, episode 179, Navigating the Mists. Welcome to the HeartSpeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world, you are welcome. Thank you for sharing this time with me. And what a time it is. If I could show you the astrology chart of today, the next few days, you'd be going, wow. Because what we have is some major conjunctions. What does that mean? These planets are on top of each other. And many times we say, okay, something's conjunct if it's a few degrees apart. At this time, they're on top. They are the same degrees. This means this intensity of energy we're all feeling that may be causing you to feel nervous or not sleep well or feel agitated or maybe your heart's beating fast. All of this is occurring because so much is happening. It's as if we're in a pressure cooker and nobody knows how this is going to turn up. What is going to happen is still in the lap of the gods. And we are those gods. We are the creator of that new reality. So what do we have? We have Mars and Venus and Pluto in Capricorn at 27 degrees. Absolutely. Capricorn, as you've heard, structures, organizations, Pluto power. So there's this power battle going on, as you may have noticed. And when Mars, which is about passion and Venus is about love, we're seeing all of this. Do you love your country? Do you love other people? Do you, what is it that you're willing to be passionate about? And we're seeing a lot of that happening. And we're seeing a lot of raising up of individual power. Where do you wish to put your passion, your power? But as Alice Bailey said, and if you know Alice Bailey, she channeled the Tibetan. She said, or he said that the next wars would not be that which is fought on the land, fought in a physical way. It will be fought in the mind. It will be fought in the consciousness of people, the consciousness of the earth. Please believe me when I say, what is at stake now? It's not a physical planet or a physical world or a physical body. It's our minds. And that's where it's happening. We're already seeing different organizations using sound and light and geometry and shifting in consciousness, illusion, to actually say, who has the power here? Who can manipulate the people's minds? And that's what's happening. And it's happening specifically because, as I spoke about before, we have Mercury, which is the mind, the speech, the listening, absolutely conjunct Saturn. Saturn is about who rules the mind. Saturn is about rulership. It's in Aquarius. Aquarius, the mind. I think you get my idea. So Mercury and Saturn being together as well, absolutely about this takeover. And then we have this wonderful new moon in Pisces. And guess what? It's right next to this Jupiter 
moving towards Neptune in Pisces. And as I said, that Neptune-Jupiter conjunction is happening on the 12th of April, but that's not far away, folks. And they're already coming together. And they've taken, I think, 166 years to get here back into Pisces. So what we've got is this time of Pisces. What is Pisces? It is creativity, spirituality, unification, and addiction, illusion, delusion. That's why I just thought, why not talk about how to navigate this? Because let me just tell, tell you again in a different way. Jupiter is about developing, or Jupiter in Pisces is about developing our own individual psychic abilities, our own ego, having healthy boundaries. Okay, Jupiter in Pisces. Do you have, do I have healthy emotional boundaries? Do you know the difference between your integrity and someone else's, your thinking and someone else's? Somebody who has maybe Jupiter in Pisces in their chart will often just merge with someone else's thinking. It's very natural for them to do that. And that's how they make relationships. But at the same time, they lose themselves. And in merging with someone else, we often say, okay, I have a desire to make someone else happy. So if I can read your mind and create in your world that which you desire and create that world and put you in it, then you're going to be happy. And then all, we'll all be happy. The problem is, that sometimes where we do that, we lose our own process and our perception of where we are in this relationship. So what happens is that when the other person doesn't want to live in the world you created for them, they get very upset with you and you get very disappointed. Has that ever happened to any of you? If you are at all intuitive or psychic or empathic, whatever words you want to use, You've probably been disappointed because people don't want to live the life you thought you perceived they would want to. Now, why am I bringing that up? Partly because of this Jupiter in Pisces, but I'm also very aware of how many people I meet. And I saw that in myself when I developed breast cancer, had more of an agenda in pleasing other people, meeting their needs then meeting their own. Anybody put their hand up to that? You see, I was so intuitive, I am so intuitive, that I could read what other people wanted. And I did believe, because I was brought up in a Christian upbringing that was look after the needs of others before you look after your own needs. But what I found was my needs ended up not mattering. I didn't listen to my inner needs. I didn't listen to my own intuition because I was so busy listening to yours. And recently, what I've been aware of is how many people say to me, yes, but my family matter more than I do, or my community, or my tribe, or my country. And that's the message that's been played out to us over the last two years. Think of other people. If you don't care about yourself, you must worry about your family. You must worry about your parents. It's not been 
actually listen to your own heart. It's been, you're a bad person if you don't think of someone else and you don't do something to meet their needs. Yes? I gotta say, we gotta turn that around because that's a message that says, stop thinking about yourself. Stop listening to your intuition. And that Jupiter in Pisces is saying, please listen to your intuition. What do I mean by that? Do you even know what it means to follow your intuition? Do you know the signs that in your body, in your beingness of when you are listening? And this is what I taught and some of you I met during these courses, during a course called Navigating the Soul's Journey. One of the first things that I would teach is what signs do you have when you know you're following your intuition? And I could see people go, um, I don't know. <laughs> well, what signs do we have? We may have happy butterflies. We may get goosebumps. We may get tingling up and down our spine. We may get tingling in our hair. Or we may just have that sense of rightness. Yes, this is right. This is, this is true. Or a feeling of strength or a feeling of peace. What signs do you have? I certainly know when I am following my intuition. There's a joyfulness. There's an openness. Doors open for me. Not physically necessarily, but things happen, don't they? That synchronicity when, when you're following your path, everything seems to happen in the right way. All right. So knowing our own signs, not someone else's, but our own signs are really valuable and following those signs. Now, at the same time, do you know the things that happen to you when you're not following your intuition? And I usually use the example of someone calls you on the phone, they offer you maybe a job or an invitation or to come and join something and you're ever so enthusiastic until you stop that phone call and you go, oh, what have I just done? Yes. <laughs> and at that moment, you realize that even though you were excited and it all sounded interesting, your heart is not in it. You, you were buoyed along by the excitement or maybe by the offer of money or by the offer of something. And now it's like, ugh. So what happens to you then? So for some of us, you might feel your heart, you get what we call heart sink, or you become cold, or you become tired, or you reach for the coffee or the alcohol or the chocolate or the cigarette, whatever you do. Or you just get angry at the person for inviting you in the first place. If they hadn't phoned, I wouldn't have been so angry. Or then you start to kind of think about things. So what happens is, that what you start to do is your right brain says, I don't want to do this. Your heart doesn't want to do it. But your left brain comes up with all the reasons why you could do it. Well, it's only six months. Six months isn't long. I don't want to do it. Yeah, but look, it would look great on your CV. I don't want to do it. Well, look how much you would be helping other people. And you know how much you love helping other people. I don't want to do it. Well, it's your karma. I don't want to do it. 
How many of you have been in that situation? I remember someone telling me when I asked them, when did you know that you, your marriage was over? And she answered the day before the wedding. How many of us have entered into situations, whether it's a partnership such as a marriage or a partnership at work or, and known that this isn't the right thing to do? Now, of course, you probably learned something along the way. It was very useful, but you could have actually saved yourself a lot of time. So what do we do? We maybe call that person back and we say, you know, that job I was saying yes to, well, I'm going to say no to. And then they say, why? You sounded so enthusiastic. Now, my advice to you is this isn't a time to lie and say, well, actually, I've, I, I've got something on that day because they'll find you another day. Or if you say, my car doesn't start, we'll come and pick you up. Please, all you need to say is, I can't explain right now, but it just doesn't feel right. I hope that is an indication for you to look at your life. Look maybe at your life now. Look at your life in the past and say, I wish I had just said no. When I realized uh, 10 years ago when I developed breast cancer, and it was such a great learning for me about how I often say yes. <laughs> so I'm giving you some advice based on my own experience. I found that what I ended up doing, rather than just saying no, because that wasn't always so easy, I would say, I'll think about it. And when I said, I'll think about it, I knew what I was really saying was no. <laughs> but give yourself some space if no is a difficult word to use. All right, now another way I would suggest, and I'm, I'm giving you all these wonderful suggestions, is recognizing that there's a a mental process that goes on, uh, analyzing things. And I will say, if you've got a lot of Libra or Gemini, you may do this analyzing, Aquarius as well. Or if you've got more emotional energy, you could be Cancerian or Piscean. You're kind of like, oh, I should really do this. And then what I kind of say, there's this lower gut feeling. And I, I put that down in the sacral chakra that sense of just raw truth. How many of you have trouble with raw truth? If you have got Sagittarian energy, you've been probably told don't say it. <laughs> so you shut it down. So there's an inner knowing when it's just a, what I call a raw truth. You just know when something is true and when something's not true. All right. And so here we are. Someone says, um, will you come and visit? You know, why don't you come and visit us? And your logical self says, well, I haven't been there for 10 years and they are my friend. And I, you know, this is really good. And 10 years ago, they helped me. And I suppose I, I owe them that. And it's not too far. And it's, and your mind goes into those ways. And then your emotional body goes, oh, I know I'd feel so guilty if I didn't do this thing. And wow, you know, I, I feel for them and they're going through a hard time. And, and then this raw truth in a knowing says, I don't like them. Why would I go and visit them? It's like, yes, that's what I need to follow. You may not be able to explain it to someone and you might find yourself feeling really oh, bad or selfish. But boy, would I rather have someone's raw truth and you can be honest with me rather than giving me all this other play around. I used to 
listen to people two ways. One would be, why are you visiting someone? Oh, I do it because out of duty. They're my mother, my father, my whatever. And I used to think, oh my goodness, please never visit me out of duty. What a, <laughs> what a painful way of having a relationship. And then my other one would be, why, you know, why did you stay with this person? I didn't want to let them down. When did you know you should leave that marriage? Four years ago. So you've known for four years that you were finished in this relationship, but you kept this person going because you didn't want to let them down. Again, maybe my pride says, please never do that. I'd rather you left. <laughs> So please find ways that honor your own inner feelings, not allowing this chatter to get going in the head where we, we compromise ourselves or we second guess ourselves, whatever it is. Jupiter and Pisces, listen, what is right for you? What is right for your body? Sometimes it's good to say, what does my body want out of this situation? at the thought of doing something or taking something, how does your body feel? Do you feel uplifted? Sometimes all you need is to actually imagine eating that food or taking that or being in that place. I worked a lot with what we call applied kinesiology where we would literally just place, uh, I don't know, sugar in, in the aura of someone. We didn't even have to get them to take that and immediately their arm fell, they became weak, let's say, if they were allergic to sugar. We know what is not right for us, don't we? We are our own dowsing rods, we're our own, we know what's right. And we can feel it, we can feel it in foods we eat, we're attracted, maybe not just to foods, but to colors. I know that I can go into a restaurant and even though someone tells me this is the most I don't know, organic or wonderful food, the food feel, may feel dead if the people who prepare it don't have that life force within them. Trust your body, trust that intuition, that inner knowing. And then this next piece that I'm moving towards is Neptune in Pisces. Now, Neptune in, has been in Pisces now since 2011, has been going on and now Jupiter's joining it. But where Jupiter is about our personal knowingness, Neptune is about our collective knowingness. And at the moment, as Jupiter and Neptune come together, we're in this place where almost nothing that's being spoken about out there in the world is true. And then I'll say, everything that's being spoken about in the world is true. It's like everything is possible, everything's impossible. And what I'm watching, and this has happened since 2012, where we've had what we call the falling of the veils. Whereas we used to be able to discern the difference between dreams and our reality, our physical reality, now we can't. Right? This is unification. We wanted to be all that we are, didn't we? And yet without those divisions, without being able to say, oh, this is this, and then this is this, we're having trouble. Now, just as I've spoken about how the magnetic fields are collapsing around the earth, so are the polarizations that have occurred. So what we're watching as the most magnetic fields are 
almost equalizing, so are the polarities. But what's happening is that happens. People are grasping onto a polarity. Yes, this got to be true. This is the bad person. This is the good person. This is this, is this and this is this. It, I'm sorry, but it's not now either or. It's either and or but. Everything is upside down. Everything is not as you thought it was. So once we feel ourselves getting passionate about a particular polarity, I'm supporting this team, I'm supporting that team, realize that your passion is being used because without that, there's a fear that nothing is real. That who am I when I'm not taking sides? And this is the disorientation and the disillusion that is occurring as Jupiter and Neptune come closer and closer together. And I just want to say, we're being distracted at the moment. So many rules are being put into place underneath the mists of some other war or battle that we need to be fighting. And it doesn't mean that those rules are going to stand. But literally there is, as we've got this Pluto Capricorn and the Mercury Saturn, we're seeing groups coming together to try and lock down their rules while everybody is confused and running around. But it's not actually going to matter, my friends, because that sort of control is over. We only give, if we give it power, it has power. But on a higher level, it's like trying to shut the door to a hurricane. <laughs> things, and I, I use that analogy, but as I speak about this cosmic energy coming in, this is, this is so much bigger than anything else that we've ever seen. And it is like putting up a, a shield at your window against this wind. So what does this mean? Again, it's not about the body. This is about our minds. Come back into our bodies, live with our body, live on this earth, as I've said, but they have a saying in, in Ireland, and please excuse me if I get it wrong, but it's called fairy straying. And it basically is meaning that at this time, it's almost as if we could get ourselves lost just crossing across a field. And I know working in Ireland, how many times people would tell me these stories where it felt the fairies were playing with you the she, the, the small people were trying to get us to actually lose ourselves. And so it was really at this time, it's as if everything is upside down. Nothing is the way we thought it was. And if you could just even hold that in thought, that thought in your mind, you'll get there. So rather than saying, I know the truth, just say, I don't know what is true at the moment, except for what lives within my heart. And I only know one step in front of another. Because when you're lost in the mist, that's all you know. You just know the ground under your feet. It reminds me that when my mother died, it certainly turned my world upside down. Because I moved to America and other, everything else changed. And I remember saying to someone, everything has gone. Everything that I believed in has just dropped away except for the ground under my feet. And even that I'm not too sure about now. 
And I want to read to you just this last piece. I hope I'm giving you some guidance of how to stay in tune with yourself. Don't lose yourself in other people's beliefs. Don't lose yourself in someone else's needs. It doesn't mean you're not going to help them, but work with yourself first and stay in tune with your heart. Stay in tune with what is peaceful and true to you and connected to you. And this is a time of the hangman, the hangman in tarot. And I want you just to re read this little piece to you so you understand the time we're in. So here is the hangman. The hangman represents transition, spiritual transformation. It is this man upside down. Symbolizes the giving up of something in order to acquire something else that has become more important. That's where we're at. What is important to us? We've reached a crossroads and now we need to choose what is significant to us and what is no longer giving us value. The card represents a point in our psychological development as we reinforce and reorientate our focus towards our inner world. Knowledge of what lies within becomes more important than what, than what exists outside. Our inner consciousness, our inner consciousness, many would call our spiritual consciousness, becomes more important. Our connection to not the cosmos outside or the universe outside, but the universe within. This necessitates a willingness to let go and trust that there is something greater than our conscious mind, that, that which is outside us, and allow our inner choo choosing, our intuition to choose for us. Like the man hanging upside down on the card, we need to adopt a new perspective and discover a deeper set of values within us. Whether we're aware of it or not, we are undergoing an expansion of consciousness that can only play, take place if we are ready and willing to move beyond our present set of circumstances. That is Neptune in Pisces. That is what we're facing. It is said that if you want to not get lost and the fairies taking you astray, you turn your clothes inside out. It's the same symbolism of the hangman. It doesn't say that turning your clothes inside out means that you're now set on your own path. It's saying, turn everything you knew inside out. And then you will realize there's not an in and there's not an out. There's not an up, there's not a down, there's only a now and here and following that heart that will take us where we need to go. I hope you enjoy this time. Let go, trust, stay centered in yourself. This is a monumental shift in human consciousness that is taking place and nobody has the answers except yourself. Until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio.
You can also watch the Archive Podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of Heart Speak.